2: Welcome to another week of the Blue Shirts Breakaway. I'm here with Greg. He's feeling a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to be taking a lot of the wheel today. But that's good because I went to the Ranger Red Meetup meet up this Sunday against the uh, Ottawa Senators, and I have a lot to say. Greg, say hello.
3: We are on uh, hour 12 of the never-ending hangover, and it's just—it's actually getting worse.
2: So it's the hangover you have now is as long as the time you spent getting it.
3: Uh, yes.
2: Okay, we've officially yes. hit that mark.
3: Yes. That's Well, very cool. I woke up, it's actually over 11 hours. I woke up today at 7.06 wondering, one, how did I get in my bed, and B, why the sun was coming up already, because I thought it was like four in the morning.
2: Yep, you did the uh, same thing I did not. on Halloween. Very nice. Yeah, why,
3: why on a Sunday would I do that to myself? I.
2: It's your last look, Sunday it's in Savannah? My
3: last, it's my last weekend in Savannah. It was my last weekend in Savannah. Uh, there's this bar in town called Coach's Corner. I've gone there just about every Sunday during the last five NFL seasons. So I jokingly said that I was going to go there and shut the place down, uh, but but then I then I shut the place
2: I, down. You legitimately did. Do you want to talk quickly about someone that gave us a shout-out on Twitter today, for our new sponsor?
3: Oh, Pedialyte. You guys are my boys, but at the same time, so Pedialyte rallied me for about an hour but the mistake was a co-worker gave me a slice of pizza and the pizza set me back
2: yeah like, you can't eat pizza and hangover like that
3: yeah the pizza was just like the uh embargo the u.s put on cuba in the 1960s really set them back that was that's, really
2: topical that was pretty that's, good
3: that's, that's what the pizza did to me and it's just the pizza like as soon as i ate it i wanted to go to sleep and then when i got home i took a nap Then i woke up from the nap and now i feel how i feel and I gotta tell you, it does not feel good.
2: Well, uh, I'm gonna take the wheel here for a second. So, I, as you know, went to the Ranger Reddit meetup on uh, on Sunday night versus Ottawa. As I just said, uh, I recall being very excited
3: about that for you.
2: You were. I had a great time. I met a bunch of different people from the Reddit. Dan was the organizer of it, uh, and he does. He has season tickets, and he did a great job for the lounges. Now, I want to talk about the positives first of this experience. Okay. The positives were MSG is wonderful, and I always forget how high class it is. The lighting and the ice and all the things they do is actually pretty astounding. The lounges that we went to were phenomenal. The food was pretty fucking good. We had, they had taquitos, chicken fingers, like these gourmet rice balls. One of the Reddit Ranger fans brought cookies. Um, cookies. They, they, yeah, like Ranger Rangers cookies and brownies. Um, and then they brownies. had like unlimited potato chips and, and, uh, popcorn. They also had a hot dog machine, which I was, oh, a sandwich
3: machine. That's cool.
2: Yeah. They had a, they had a sandwich machine that was just there and you know, uh, you know, I like to eat, so I ate way too much. And that was pretty much after I met everyone and, and said hello and, and saw the seats and saw the great ice. That was the best part of the entire night. Because after that, what happened was, a Ranger team came on the ice that, of this entire year, and of course, by the way, it's the game I go to, they get shut out. And it felt like a shutout during the first period. After they missed their two opportunities to score goals, where they had open net uh, for both times, Craig Anderson obviously played his ass off. not going to say he didn't. But the Rangers beat themselves on Sunday night. They came and they showed a pathetic goddamn performance the entire time. Now, I will say this. They got beaten by the trap the entire night. They couldn't do anything but dump and chase. And when they were doing dumps, they were changing a lot of the times. They were never doing anything else. They clogged the reins. The power play looked miserable, Greg. We're 1-for-15 in the last power plays, in these last six games.
3: Um, The Rangers had someone that could play the point on the power play beyond Ryan McDonough. We're going to get to that in a second.
2: But Klein looks miserable. He looks slow on the ice. I was watching Holden. Fall down and do a spin a Rooney pretty much on his knees to make an amazing save in front of Ranta. Ranta didn't is Ranta was one of the only things that wasn't bad about that game. He didn't have any like ex- excruciating goals. He took a took a goal from the front of the net when the guy a man wasn't marked. The team couldn't play. Ottawa clogged every lane. There was one point of the game where I looked up at the screen to see how many blocks they had because I thought they were out blocking us by like a thousand, but it turns out it was they only out blocked us by two. So the stats, when you look at the stat sheet, you go, if you didn't watch that game, you'd be like, well, the Rangers lost in a shutout, but it was a close game. They actually dominated shots on goal, but they threw junk at the net the entire night. Nothing good was happening. The most exciting part of that game was when Kevin Hayes went net to net, decided not to pass, did a, did a round the, around the back of the net and hit. It got easily stopped. That was the best part of that game. So after last Wednesday when I was heavily drinking and watching the Penguins absolutely destroy this Ranger team, and then when Henrik Lundqvist had to stand on his head against the Flyers on Friday to actually make us win that game, to the game against the Senators, this team has regressed. We are going the wrong way, and it's good that we have this soft schedule coming up because if we didn't, I would be very afraid.
3: It was easily the worst week of hockey the Rangers have played this year and it wasn't entirely close. Uh we were coming well, last time we recorded it was a world in where I wasn't hung over. That was a fun time. That was
2: a great but time. But the Rangers
3: were also coming off that five two win and we were feeling high. We were feeling great. We thought, you know, the world was our oyster. And then the Penguins spanked us. There's really no way to cherry coat it. They they stomped us.
2: I thought we played better that night than we played against Ottawa. And that's that. Yeah, hole.
3: and then the Flyers, we played a solid first two periods. The third period, it really is a miracle. The Rangers only gave up two goals. And that's not to discredit Hank at all. Hank played on his out of his mind. Oh, it was he an was absolute Hank miracle. of Old after made, the bad penguin game. He made
2: s- at least six like amazing saves. High quality level saves in that it game. He was
3: he was incredible. The Rangers, the Rangers they just did not they were non-competitive in the third period, like as a team. I can't think of one person who stood out as decent for the Rangers in the third. I know Hayes and Miller; they had some nice plays on offense, but I mean they've been doing that all year, so it's not exactly special what they were doing in the third. the The team just, I, the, it, it was as if they turned turned it off after the second intermission. And they might have, so they're very lucky to get a win in that game. And then, yeah, Sunday. Uh, I did not see most of the game. I think the game was on the entire time, but I,
2: I did not see
3: most of the game. Right. Um,
2: I, I saw every moment of that game. It felt like a football it, game. There was yeah, so much it, stoppage in that game. There was, I believe, nine penalties. I don't have it in front of me, but that, that's what it felt like. And I think that's actually the real the real number. It was nine penalties and there was like every single second I was like, is this game continuing? It felt like every time the Rangers got momentum, there was a stoppage in play. Both teams couldn't stop being on the power play, but Ottawa actually converted on it. And we, we didn't whatsoever. And this is where you're going to make your point about Clendening. I'm sure.
3: I mean, how many times do I need to make the point about Clendening? Like at this point, it's, it's like a running gag on the show. Uh, Clendening, when your team is struggling on the power play, you need someone that can create opportunities and open ice with his passes and that is Adam Clendetti. And you said it. It's not like Kevin Klein recently has been deserving of ice time. Uh, I've made my peace with Nick Holden. I get it. Apparently, um, AV thinks he's a fucking Norris trophy finalist. But this team is in desperate need of someone that could run the point from the blue line. And that is. Say what you want about Adam Clendenning as an even-strength defender. It's almost unanimous, both, I think, with the coaching staff and with smarks on, online like us. Clendenning is great in on-man situations. That is his strength. That is his best tool and best asset, and the Rangers have it. They don't need a – yes, they do need to go out and make a trade. Yes, there have been a lot of rumors about Dougie Hamilton of the Flames. Yes, the Rangers – should be exploring that possibility um now and they need him but they don't just need Dougie Hamilton he's not like a one-person fix they still need Adam Clendenning in this lineup it's beyond obvious that Adam Clendenning needs to play and the, at this point I've I've made this point many times before you just you have to question AV's ability to evaluate defensive players and I I do not trust him to do it I don't trust him to do it
2: I don't. I don't blame you at this point. Uh, this team needs a little bit of a shakeup. Obviously, we have injuries right now and we're playing through them. Uh, Sabinajad is probably a bigger loss than we realized. As soon as he came to this team, this team became an offensive juggernaut, and I think you know he obviously played a part in it. He wasn't scoring goals, but the chemistry he had on those on the line on the lines that he was on and what he provided in passing was obviously more than we thought it was. So now that he's gone it's been pretty obvious that we're sitting around with a lot less offense and Bushnevich being gone also doesn't help as we were. Both yeah, I mean, entry.
3: we said it on Monday, we were excited about what this offensive team is doing, even without those guys. But when you go in a bit of a malaise, like the Rangers are in, obviously it's going to hurt that you don't have your top line center and another top nine winger who was playing incredibly offensively for this team before his injury. So it, you know, it hurts and we're seeing it, but at the same time, the problems with this team, even when they were at their highest of highs this year, has been the defense. And the play of the defense has been so inconsistent that it just does not make any sense that Adam Clendening is not seeing the ice. Doesn't it, make any sense. Again, maybe he's just a third-pairing defender, but he's definitely better on the power play than Nick Holden. And right now, I think he's a better defender than Kevin Klein because Klein just isn't playing well. If, flat there was, out.
2: if there was ever a week or next four games to try to do that, it's these four games. Like these next four I, games are are crucial. I would be stunned if
3: Clendening skates in one of them. If I'm being completely yeah, honest, that's
2: in, like I can't even fathom how you wouldn't just give one person a day off. Klein a day off. He's been playing not great. He's got no offensive ability. He looks invisible on the ice. He looks slow. I haven't really seen anything great out of him. G's held his own. At least he's made some marks. And um and uh we should talk about like we said we were in the, in a second here the expansion draft. I mentioned we were going to talk about that. Uh, earlier in the week uh, between you and yep. I, but and uh, that obviously comes with buying out Dan Girardi. But right now, Klein needs to get off this ice. I don't know what else to say. I I can't watch him play right now. And I, usually I would be calling for Stahl or Girardi to get off or even Holden, but he's been the one that's been in like the most shaky the entire season, in my opinion. Which I just with
3: A- with Av A- A- and his defensive decisions, who to play, who to play with who, and what the amount of ice time each person gets, it really boggles the mind. I don't understand it. It really shakes me to my core in my ability to trust him as a coach, um, which is crazy because this is one of the most, this is probably the most successful coach in Rangers team history since the 94 cup run. Right. Uh, This team is playing better than it ever did under torts. And, and, it's crazy to say that I have, I have more problems with A.V. as a coach than I ever did Tortorella. And that's not just because Tortorella was a character and would have great lines for the media. It's just at least Tortorella has no problem calling a spade a spade and calling someone out if they're not playing well. And it just feels like, I, you know, I hate to use the word coddling, but that's kind of feeling what A.V. is doing. It's almost like these are my six defenders. I'm going to play them until one of them gets hurt or one of them takes themselves out of the lineup when really he's the man, he's the coach. This is his job. He needs to understand when a guy isn't playing well, fuck egos, fuck uh, salaries. You got to bench him and give Adam Clendenning a goddamn chance.
2: I am. I'm with you. Uh, I did watch a lot of AV last night because the ice wasn't worth watching. And I wanted to see kind of sort of how his mannerisms were on the bench. And you know, he really doesn't talk much. He kind of just sits behind them. And I, I wonder if he's like whispers into people's ears. You never really see him talking to his players. And uh, do you think his messages are just behind doors? And he's like, well, everyone knows what my message is here. Like, I don't really, maybe I'm wrong. and I'm just misinterpreting. But it just seems like he wasn't really active with his players on the bench. And that that's overanalyzing a bad loss, to be honest.
3: Yeah, I mean, A.B., I, I, you get the vibe from A.B. That he's the he's the guy that on game nights, the coaching is done. He's there kind of. Just manage the team, right? Uh, obviously, he does it when he needs to step up and do it. But I think more times than not, Av sets the groundwork for his team in the practice leading up to the game, and he just expects them to finish it out and follow that plan as the game's going along. I, I just, I mean, I really—it's not just a hangover and me not wanting to talk so much, but I—I I am out of loss of words for how to describe how little I trust Elaine Vigneault to play the right players with the right players defensively. I, I have no faith in it. The fact that Adam Clendenning has not seen the ice when this Rangers team is playing so poorly defensively and now struggling on the power play when Clendenning is a natural quarterback on the power play, you know, what else do you need? What do you
2: need to do? What do you need to do? What else?
3: or just like, what else do you need to see? What are you waiting for?
2: Let's quickly talk about I'm not about, saying
3: and again, man. you know what? We could both be wrong. Claudette could play two games and he could be absolute trash. Oh yeah. And and you know what? I'd be fine with AB saying I told you so. The fact that he tried something would give me confidence. Me the too. fact that he's not trying anything and he talks about how things need to change on power play but he's not actually making changes. Like talk is cheap. Do something. Fucking do something.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, let's talk quickly about the upcoming schedule, we'll do a little bit of national holiday, then I want to talk expansion draft uh, very quickly, and we'll go into it more in-depthly next week when you're more of a person, and I want to mm. talk jerseys. Jerseys? Yeah, well, so, so one of the questions I sent you on Twitter yesterday, but I want to talk to more. Then we have an interview people. coming up too, and don't forget definitely. that. And we have an interview coming up with our friend, our dear friend Matt Valley, who runs a website uh, who reviews video games, so we're going to get a little nerdy with him, talk talk some video games, talk some Titans, talk some food, and then we'll call this one a day because you're, uh, you're struggling through it, but here we go uh coming up this week before you hear from us again there's only three games so we have today's game which is versus the hurricanes and that is uh electronic reading card day so everyone out there i need you to send me and greg on twitter an electronic greedy card uh just to let us know that everything's going to be okay so uh, yeah
3: and mine might be like in memoriams because i, yeah, I really like, rest in
2: peace so greg right. it was good to know you sorry you didn't make it to new york electronic greedy card
3: Hey, good, good job, good effort, Greg. Good, you, good job. You did it. Thanks you for tried. thanks
2: for plowing through this podcast and really doing it for the people.
3: Oh my god, I just read. I just like adjusted myself in my chair and got the worst fucking headache from it.
2: Do you want to talk about what you're watching right now?
3: <laughs> uh, I'm, I can't even watch sports right now. That's like, how I got is. HBO.
2: Okay, I just
3: watched uh, the the uh, today was the first day I ever watched the Vice News half hour. Not bad. Not bad. It was actually kind of good.
2: Okay, I'll check that out. Um,
3: and right now I'm watching – they just finished up the Cuba Cuba documentary. And now they're going to start another Cuba documentary. Big topical. Big, topical so big, big Cuba. Cuba night for HBO.
2: Yeah, big Cuba. Uh, so now on Thursday, we'll be playing the Sabres at Buffalo. Uh, and that is – also that is. oh, I, I want to mention one more thing about the Hurricane Games on Tuesday. It's also oh. National Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. If you throw out your leftovers, what is wrong with you? It's, it's not – What is leftovers.
3: Uh, national Throw Out Your Leftovers Day from Thanksgiving? yes. Like, yeah. How do you still have leftovers from Thanksgiving? You're what you supposed have- to crush that by like yesterday. They
2: were done yesterday. Why who's throwing them out? What were you eat why were you eating something else? What's wrong with you? I don't, All right. No. Let sim- me say this.
3: This year, uh, since we're talking Thanksgiving a little bit, we tried something new for Thanksgiving and incorporated meatballs in our meal. Oh, oh my god. That my was a pro meat- move. My dad's meatballs were, you know, unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's part of my meal.
2: Now I'm on the, the meatball fiend grind right now.
3: Um, well, dude, dude, these, <laughs> you got to try my dad's balls.
2: I, Greg, I would love to try your dad's balls. Maybe <laughs> maybe when you're in New York, your dad can send the balls up. Wait, We'll hang out together and eat your dad's balls. <laughs> All day. All day. Double fist those balls, Double too. Double fist the balls together. Thursday, December 1st, playing the Sabres at Buffalo. It is National Pie Day, and I will say, how do you have any pie left over either? That's my point. Uh, Hot there.
3: take for you, Ryan. Yeah. I strongly dislike pie.
2: Yeah, we had this conversation separately. We had to choose if uh, you, would, you which which of these you would get rid of. It's ice cream, cookies, cake, and pie. And I chose cake, and you chose pie. That's correct.
3: Pie uh, heartbeat. Uh, like it's just, it's not for me. I just feel like there's so many better other desserts. I.
2: Well, ice cream. Ice cream is top tier. I think we could all agree, unless you're lactose intolerant. Ice cream is bar by far the best dessert. I don't even think it's close. Uh, yeah, I, I
3: and I will say this, like it's been a long time since I've had a good cake, but at the same time, I feel like a cake a slice of cake is more enjoyable than a slice of pie. Like I just uh, I'm not a big apple pie guy. Pumpkin pie, no thank you.
2: What's the last time you had a pie? of the piece of the God, man. Pecan's really good, the Just letting you know. the man. only
3: pie the only pie I need in my life is pizza.
2: Okay, that's fair. And I think i we'll move on after that because that's a great ending um and then, then we'll go, We go back. To playing the Hurricanes, uh, it says here that both games are in MSG versus the Hurricanes, which I find hard to believe. I don't know.
3: The NHL scheduling is just all sorts of dumb.
2: Yeah, that is weird. So they, they we play them on Tuesday, and they come back to MSG Tuesday. That's what we have on the schedule, but maybe uh, maybe this is misinformation. Um, and that's a 1 o'clock game, and that's National Let's Hug Day. So if the Rangers, if the Rangers haven't won all all of these games, it's National Let's Hug Day. I'm going to need some, pictures need some of hugs on my, my Twitter. I can need some hugs right now. Yeah, you really a need a hug rumors. right now. This team needs to get six points this week. Needs it. I will be very Man, upset. I, would, I would
3: stop short of saying needs. They need to win two of the games. Like
2: Okay, fine. I, well,
3: again, this is this is the end of November, early December. Like Sabres, needs is not a word we should be using.
2: The Sabres are in uh, the last place in the Atlantic division. They have a minus fourteen goal differential. They're two five and three in their last ten. They are
3: it, not it a be, good team. It would be concerning if the Rangers didn't sweep, but at the same time, I wouldn't full-on panic. I don't right. think.
2: Well, we're but playing- again, that's a lot
3: of that has to do with the fact that this is what happens if you get off to a hot start. You can be slightly lackadaisical.
2: I mean, we're start we're, the Penguins. We're up. We're up a game on the Penguins. I think they're playing tonight. I'm not sure, um, but uh, they. I don't
3: believe they are because okay. there are only two games tonight. And I know one Once of the, the games, I believe, is Flames yeah. Islanders. That's correct. The other game is Stars. Uh...
2: All right. Well, my point here is we're only two points up on the Penguins, and they have a game. We have a game in hand on them. So obviously, that we could technically just be tied with them points wise. So we do. We are in trouble of losing. You know, our playoff spot. For a while here, and that we can be a little lackadaisical, but right now, these next four games are Hurricanes, Sabers, Hurricanes, Islanders. That's only seventh and eighth place teams in their divisions. The uh, the Islanders have sixteen points right now, sixteen. So it's amazing that
3: the Panthers felt the need to fire their coach, and the Islanders are standing by uh, Capuano.
2: Do you know? Do you know why that is? Or what the rumor is on that? On that? Because he lives in
3: Garth Snow's basement.
2: That's it, and I think that's true. So. Um, I mean, it is
3: true. He definitely lives in the basement.
2: So I, I don't know why he would do that or why he would be like, yeah, I'll live in your basement, Garst Snow. But yeah, technically he is, so that's why they're not firing him. I think he's got. he's going to run out this year. And that, that team had a lot of high hopes, and they're garbage now. So if we lose to the Islanders, oh, boy, uh, I'm going to have a fit. Whew. All right, uh, so that's a little yeah. bit of our schedule. Right.
3: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still here. I, I'm just I'm – Really strongly, just contemplating what life was like before today.
2: It's I, I'm sure it was a good time for you, and now you're so struggling much. I just, listen. I just want your uh, I want your. I don't want to think about how much
3: I drank yesterday. It gets me a little queasy.
2: All right, fine. We're going to talk about quickly the expansion draft. It came out the news that uh, Rick Nash would have to be protected in this expansion draft due to some wording in his contract. So that hmm. leaves us with an, an interesting epidemic at, at who to protect. Epidemic. Yeah, you, you used the wrong word there, bro. Fine. Uh, an interesting minor problem. With who to protect. Is that better? better? Right.
3: So when the news initially came out, the knee-jerk reaction was the Rangers were going to have to expose one of uh, Kreider, Zuccarello, Grabner – or two of Kreider, Zuccarello, Grabner, Hayes, Miller, and um, Stepan. Yep. Like as great of a year as Michael Grabner is having –
2: He's definitely. He's on obviously
3: team. one of the two you expose, and you're okay with it. But you, then you had an interesting philosophical debate in your head. Well, Jesus, there's a chance the Rangers would have to expose either JT Miller and Kevin Hayes, and there's no way that an expansion team wouldn't take Miller or Hayes. But you know, so when Twitter had the knee-jerk reaction, you and I started talking. Is this time to finally trade JT, even though he's playing great? If you if you can't lose him for nothing, yada yada. And then. Um, a little more digging into it, you realize, or I realized, if the Rangers simply extend uh, Josh Jarris or Oscar Lindbergh before the expansion draft, one of those players can take the place of Miller or Hayes. So, again, we're back into a situation where the Rangers don't have to worry really about exposing Miller, Zagrello, Hayes, any of those guys uh, as long as Oscar Lindbergh or Josh Juris agree to a contract extension,
2: I think Juris will easily uh, agree to a contract extension. Just my right.
3: Opinion. and it's it's an interesting um, situation for him to be in because on one hand, he probably doesn't want to I mean, going to Las Vegas, I don't know his feelings on Las Vegas. I'm sure they're, they're, they're not
2: taking him anyway. So
3: but it's one of those situations where, like I'm sure he would want guaranteed money in years. But I'm also sure he doesn't want to relocate. You know what I mean?
2: Yep. Why but at the same use. time,
3: if he doesn't extend his contract with the Rangers, like there's a chance if he gets the extension with the Rangers that, like it's not guaranteed Vegas would choose him. You would think Vegas would choose Grabner oh. over Juris. Or or even uh, Lindbergh, that would be an interesting debate. I'd still think they'd take Grabner. I
2: mean, I just but. shit on Klein most of this podcast, but a lot of mock drafts have, to have them taking Klein. So,
3: there you go. And you can only take one player from each team. So, you know, the the problem is if the Rangers have to expose Miller or Hayes, I guarantee you that will be the player sniped off the Rangers roster. 100%. But yeah, why wouldn't if, he? if the Rangers are prudent, and I know Jeff Gordon is thinking about this as well ahead of time because he's smarter than you and I combined, he knows if he extends one of, if not, hell, he could extend both and then just keep grabbing there too. So, not, not exactly the end of the world. Definitely but, not going yeah, to no, when that. When that news came out, no one really expected, because Rick Nash was always the popular player the, for the Rangers to expose because of his salary cap hit. Um, and there was always a good chance, if he was exposed, that Vegas might take him. But with the news that he has to be protected, definitely put a big wrinkle in the Rangers' plans, I think more so than any other team.
2: 100%. I do want to talk really quickly about something I, I noticed at the game last night or uh, on Sunday when I went. Uh, I messaged you and I said there's a lot of Callahan jerseys here. Is that still kosher? Um, no,
3: we gotta get new jerseys here, guys.
2: Yeah, a lot of Callahan. Now I, I was speaking to Dan, who ran the Reddit meetup there, and we talked about how it was. This was the last night. It was okay to wear a Broussard jersey. You know, if you're wearing your Broussard jersey to to the Ottawa game, I understand why you're doing that. You're showing your support to Broussard. You, you know, it's your last time you can really wear it. Um after this he's kinda of like the enemy. Maybe you can wear it one more time this season, but you can't go to a game with a Callahan jersey. The guy guys, the lightning beat us in game seven. You know who was on that team? Like, I can't I can't have you guys wearing Callahan jerseys anymore. I'm sure your your fans and yeah, jerseys are expensive, I, but I can't have you do yeah, that. Yeah,
3: it, it's one of those weird things, so you have to there has to be a grace period and we're we're not yet there yet where you can start wearing Callahan as a throwback. He hasn't been gone long enough for it to be throwback worthy. But he has been gone long enough where you've had time to get another jersey. And if you have enough money to go to a game, you have enough money to get a new jersey.
2: You can get shitty jerseys online for like $30. You can just have
3: a generic Rangers jersey with no name on the back if you really wanted to play it safe. I mean, I judge those people too. Fuck up and put your heart where your fucking money is. Uh, But but,
2: you're at a game You're you're you're, you're wearing Callahan. He's on another team.
3: There are too many – first of all, Matt Zuccarello is maybe the most popular ranger of our generation. Like I can't – out since Messier maybe, like I guess Jager Well, Lundqvist has, cool has the most
2: jerseys by far.
3: Lundqvist, Zuccarello, those are two slam dunks where if you're a casual fan, you should have their jerseys. McDonough's the captain. You should have a McDonough jersey if you really want that. Um, I, get, I guess I get why people wouldn't want a Rick Nash jersey, but he's one of the higher-paid players, so you can get a Rick Nash jersey. Or you can just be like a complete and utter loser like I am, and get a Brandon Peary jersey because guess what? If Brandon Peary gets traded at the deadline, that jersey is still hilarious. So you can wear <laughs> that anytime, any place. Yeah, That's why I, rock, Callahan, my, I like, rock my Jed Ortmeier every time I go to the garden.
2: Yeah, it's just too. It's just too tough for for yeah, Callahan. You, I can't, can't do that. Like you can the, wear the, Steve. You can wear Avery. Is like
3: I'm a Ranger fan, but. I'm super casual about it.
2: Yeah, that's what it literally screams at me. Like, you're wearing your Callahan jersey, and, like, I'm sorry, there definitely was a guy in in the Reddit suite with a Callahan jersey, and I'm probably calling you out if you do listen to this show. But there was just plenty of people, as I saw walking around, I was like, you can't do this anymore. Like, that's just not cool.
3: It has to be, like, a five- to seven-year period where that's how much time needs to pass before you can break it back out. Like, I only recently just started re-wearing my Pedro Martinez Mets jersey. When he left See, that's after... cool now.
2: Like, I, I yeah, agree. Yeah,
3: it's cool now. He's in the Hall of Fame. It's all that good stuff. But there was a period where Martinez left where I knew, like, this has to stay in my closet for a while.
2: Yep. Yeah, like I said, you can he wear accepts- you can wear your Avery jerseys. You can wear uh, other older jerseys. I, I, I even accept Drury. Drury's pretty cool, cause, especially because he's his GM now. That's fine. Yeah, Drury's
3: fine. It's just... It, yeah, Callahan... Cal- one, he's still in the league. Two, we now have bad memories of Callahan playing against the Rangers. And three... He was he, he like I know he was the captain, but Ryan Callahan was never the most popular Ranger. Never when he was there. Never. He he was always overshadowed by at least Hank.
2: His last couple uh, weeks here, he was playing on the fourth line, guys. So just remember that. Yeah, I just
3: I I don't know why you're still rocking a Callahan. Like, All right,
2: so that's what, I just buy to another up, jersey. It was killing me. It was killing me. Inside. Yeah, buy another
3: jersey. I'm judging you. I'm, I'm not lending you any money to do it, but you should definitely buy it. Yeah, I'm beers. not going
2: to help you out, but if you you know, if you have the means and you're actually a fan, like just wear something else in the game. Don't wear your Calhoun jersey. It doesn't make sense. Or fuck it. Go naked. Yeah, go naked. All right, Greg, I've held you long enough. I appreciate you coming on and fighting through this for the good fight. We're going to oh, go over fight, to our our, our, our interview, and then we'll come back and do a little bit of plugs for our own, our own sake. Uh, thank you, everyone, for meeting me at the Rangers Reddit meetup. It was a wonderful time. I had a great time there. And uh, I will be back next year for sure.
3: And, and now that I live in New York, starting on Monday, I might be around. You never know.
2: Yeah, well, actually, that was one thing. It's like there were, you know, I had two people ask me, like, "Where's Greg?" So that was that was nice.
3: Greg, Greg lives in Georgia. Yes. He's currently drunk at a bar, he, and was, by drunk I mean just totally, utterly shit faced at yeah. a bar. I
2: was like, he'll be here next time. So, all oh, right, well, let's throw this over to. We're gonna do a little bit of a little of the nonsense with our friend Matt, who uh, runs a website earlier that I, I spoke about. It's uh, all about uh, video games. We're gonna talk a little bit about what he's excited to play. And says Overwatch article, I'll come back to a little bit of nonsense, and, uh, and then we're going there. I'll throw it over there, right? How much money do you think I need to bribe my
3: housemates to make me pasta? Like, uh, you think ten bucks?
2: Twenty-three. Uh, actually, if, if I'm your housemate, I think if you give me eight dollars, I do it. Legit.
3: I think I would do. I would. I think I would take that right now for sure.
2: All right, ask him. All right, uh, we're heading over to the interview. See you guys there. Bye-bye. Hey, we're back with our non-hockey related interview. We brought on our. our Dear friend, Matt Valley, and uh, he runs a website called PixelValley.com. It's not actually Valley like Valley in the stream, but Valley like V-A-L-L-E-E, so Pixel Valley. That's where you can find him at PixelValley.com. He does some video game reviews, and we figured since Greg is having um, a hard time surviving today, we'd go a little bit off topic uh, and bring some joy with our lives, so things we actually enjoy, which is video games and not Ranger shutouts. Matt, how are you?
0: Uh, I'm good. How are you doing, Ryan? Uh, I guess Greg's not doing great. So Greg's
2: not doing so, good. We brought so you on I, to... I, I... I am dying. He's dying. Uh, he had a tough day yesterday, as I'm sure we mentioned earlier in the show. But uh, we brought you on to talk a little bit about gaming. So you came out with a uh, a article today about Overwatch, which was getting some buzz on some um some certain Reddit's. Why don't you tell us what that was about?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, Overwatch season two just ended. I know you guys both play Overwatch, Blizzard's big uh big new game.
2: Right. Just for everyone that doesn't play, it's a shooter game uh, that is based on a bunch of different characters. It's wildly popular and it's addicting like crack.
3: It was. It's uh, the other topic at Thanksgiving that tore your family apart because every family has an idiot that plays as Bastion. They all have one.
2: This guy. This guy trying to make some memes. Um, so so tell us what your article was about there. So Season 3 is coming out, right?
0: Yep, Season 3 is coming out uh, December 1st, so later this week. Um, and I just wrote about kind of recapping Season 2, talking about uh, Sombra, the uh, second new hero added to the game since it came out. Uh, was it released six months ago. So, Sombra's finally out. There was a big uh, augmented reality game for months and months and just too many months, really.
2: Of, of trying to find her online, there was a bunch of different codes on websites, right? That's how that was working. And Blizzard was playing a very elaborate game on find out what she's like.
0: Very, yes. So, there was, you know, there's writing in certain clouds on videos if you play it backwards on a Thursday and just, just crazy, you know, way too far for way too long. But she's finally out.
2: What's insane is how long did Blizzard put in to that? Just the marketing of that, of building these websites and going and making all these puzzles to figure her out, when it really wasn't like we were trying to figure out anything. We didn't figure out any of her moves. We didn't even figure out what she looked like. We didn't know what she looked like until Blizzard released it. So what were we even doing is my question.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't Wasting time? I <laughs> like, don't
2: know. <laughs> that's what uh, what the internet's for, right? Um. So <laughs> other than Overwatch right now, which has been my crack addiction, is there any other game that com- has come out in the last couple of weeks or is coming out that's really drawn your attention?
0: Uh, yeah, so recently I played through, uh, Titanfall 2, which came out about four weeks ago.
2: So I have a question about that, actually. So I don't really know much about Titanfall. Uh, I know it's a shooter game, but I know that it's made by the same company that released Battlefield 1, right? And they released it in, like, the same week?
0: Um, it's published by the same company, so it's published by EA, both games are. Okay. Um, they published Battlefield a couple weeks before, um, the developers respawn and their publisher EA published uh, Titanfall
2: 2. I'm so, no smart guy, but that seems like bad move. You know what I mean? Um,
0: not only that, but then you have your you know the yearly Call of Duty release came out a week or two after Titanfall did, so it kind of got sandwiched between two of the you know bigger juggernauts in your gaming world. Um, a lot of people are thinking that the initial release is gonna or already has suffered quite a bit due to that.
2: So I haven't played a Call of Duty since it was good, aka like nine years <laughs> ago. Um, why are they still making those, and do they still make that much money?
0: Uh, uh, to be honest, I don't know because I have not played in a few years either.
2: You're a good man, Matt, and that's why I brought you on. Thanks, guys. So, sorry, Call of Duty players out there. So tell us about Titanfall 2. How is that?
0: Um it's it's very fun, very fast. Uh the whole the whole aim of the game is speed. Um so you can you, know, you can run, wall run, you know, slide. Um you have a giant robot that you can call in and get into, you know, riding him as a big mech.
2: So giant robots now, are always a thriller for everyone. Is there a time where giant robots are bad?
0: Um, none come to mind immediately.
2: Same. So I just wanted to clarify. Just, just in case you had a differing opinion. Greg, Dry Robots, you in? <laughs> sure. Greg, Let's do it. <laughs> I think Greg's yeah. asleep.
3: Um I'm I'm still here. I'm waiting. I'm waiting until we swerve and start quizzing Matt on hockey players she doesn't know about.
2: I don't think we're doing that, but I think we will swerve to food at some point because that's what we do here. Uh Matt, how do you feel about the Nintendo Switch?
0: Uh I'm excited. I've been excited for the you know the last I guess all the Nintendo consoles I can think of. So I mean I'm I'm looking forward to it. Whether I get it as a day 1 purchase will depend on what is, you know, what games are out there on day 1, but I I do foresee myself at least getting one are eventually. Are you trying to
2: tell me you don't want to own Skyrim on a fifth console? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know i haven't decided okay because mostly i say that because the bethesda ceo went in and did a uh a demo with the nintendo switch because they showed skyrim in the commercial for the the actual demo right. of it but it wasn't confirmed as a game but he said it was the most impressive piece of hardware he's seen in, in multiple years and it's priced lower much lower than most other consoles at 250 so kind of bragging for them right now but i'm kind of in on day one purchase especially if they have a zelda or a smash
0: right Well, oh, if there's a smash game then yeah we can uh
2: I'll be there. I feel like Smash is the number one reason why Nintendo sells consoles. Am I wrong? Uh, it's It's got to be up there. It's got to be like top two or three. I, I Mario Kart. Mario Kart's up there too. Mm-hmm. And Mario Kart 8 was a great game that I unfortunately haven't played enough of. Oh, uh, that is a fantastic game. If you could name a game that's coming out that you're the most excited to play, uh, what would it be?
0: Uh, that would probably be Horizon Zero Dawn. Which I have is
2: no idea what that is, and we're legitimately friends, so please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, Shocker also involves giant robots. Um, My point stands. So it's uh, It's a game for, I think it's PS4 and PC. It might just be PS4, so don't quote me on that. Uh, I believe it's coming out end of February. It's been shown off at a couple different uh, you know press conferences by Sony and at E3 and stuff. But it's a a big open world game. You're playing as a um, this character. I I don't remember her name, but she is. What kind of reviewer uh,
2: are you, Matt? Do you even do your research? (laughs) Oh no, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Um,
0: So the game takes place in a world where there are essentially these giant robotic dinosaurs that kind of have taken over the land and you're trying to...
3: You, you can stop right there. I'm in. said <laughs> giant robot dinosaurs.
2: That's what they did in Transformers, too, with the, the Mark Wahlberg version. They were like, how do we revitalize this? And they were like, wait a second, let's make them dinosaurs. And that was that's it. What else do you need it to do? When are robot dinosaurs didn't, didn't ever going to be that that back. I
3: might actually have to watch that movie now.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would be killed in China. That's all I know about it. Anyway, go on, Matt. Sorry to interrupt you.
0: Matt, um, that's kind of all I really know about it, to be honest. There's big robot dinosaurs, and uh, I, I think the heroine so, and her people are trying to survive, I is guess. Is that
2: kind of like a, uh, I would say, Fallout 4 kind of open world deal?
0: Um, From the the little bit I know, I think so.
2: Okay. All right. Well, that sounds exciting. Looking, I'm, was, As soon as you said robot dinosaurs, Greg and I, obviously, ears perked up. We're in. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know.
3: I I'd stop short of saying I perked up. My body doesn't have the physical ability to do that right now.
2: Uh, that's okay. I understand you're very sick, Greg. So Greg's Greg's being a trooper and, and fighting through this illness to be here with us. So I I just want to well, I want to give everyone.
3: We, we can't have Matt on a sports podcast and not talk a little sports with him, right? Like yeah. that's that's a bit. That's correct. That that's sacrilege. So you don't. The only hockey you ingest, Matt, is us. You're not a. You would not be a hockey fan if you didn't listen to Ryan and myself spew hockey knowledge at you. And just not a degree. Correct. Okay. So we got that out of the way.
2: Okay. Nope. Uh, so that was it? That's all you wanted to say? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. Matt, Matt and I, for our European listeners, because we have those, Matt, we okay. actually have people in Europe that listen to this show for reasons I don't understand. You and I, we're big, we're big English premier guys. That's right. And our, our squad, for those who don't know, we're, uh, we're Southampton bros. Oh, my God.
2: This is me like, literally falling asleep. Um, didn't we have someone on twitter ask us today like follow this this football team
3: it's a hockey team uh thank you for clicking the link
2: i didn't <laughs> In-
3: england england has a hockey league bro
2: do they really look at me yeah
3: um, yeah well, way, way to engage with our listeners dude
2: listen i had a little bit of busy day at work by not paying attention to twitter anyway go on
3: <laughs> no i mean that that's it charlie austin is is uh he's basically like the chris crider of soccer so he's awesome
2: all right, He's so that, that was talking soccer. You know, we did it. That's, that's about it. That, that was right,
3: great. I, I might not even have the energy to make, like, Met references the rest of the
2: show. Don't say things oh, you can't uh-huh. take back. Um, let's do real quick, I have a question for both of you. Is okay. cereal salad and is milk the dressing? What?
0: Is what is you, wrong with you? <laughs> cereal salad and
2: is milk the dressing?
3: Don't I, give me that.
2: No. I, no. I'm, just, I'm,
3: I'm more willing to hear the argument that cereal is a soup okay. than it is a salad.
2: Are you sure? Because it. God, I think I can make a strong argument for cereal as a salad.
3: Uh, I'm going to let, let you have a chance, but I just I want you to know that no matter what you're about to say, you're wrong.
2: Because cereal can have multiple different dressings on it. So you can do almond milk, regular milk, chocolate milk. If you're like me and you're poor and you're young, you can do water. Now, see, like the salad is all the same. You could have different types of salad, like, uh, like honey bunches of oat salad or cookie crisp salad. And you can change the dressings. So cereal is a salad. See what I'm saying?
3: No, I, no. I, I disagree. I disagree. Okay, you're just you're just an idiot, is what you <laughs> like. It's
2: just something I. I'm
3: offended about. that this was this was your golden nugget question that you waited to drop on us both.
2: No, it's not a golden nugget question. I would say it's a silver nugget at least, but uh, it's something I really wanted to just bring your way. You know, I was just, <sighs> just thinking about it this weekend. My um, hangover
3: is angry at you.
2: Okay, so I do want to I do want to bring something else up, and I, I I read through this and I don't have the notes in front of me. Just in good old bullshit breakaway fashion. Uh, last night when I was at the a wonderful Ranger game uh, versus the Ottawa Senators, I, I, and I did talk about Dan earlier who set up uh, that he's also a lawyer and he wanted to talk to me about burritos. So he sent me a case on burritos and there was a, uh, as of course you know, the wonderful uh, sandwich shop Panera. In Massachusetts, they had an entire building to themselves where they could only sell sandwiches. Now someone moved in that sold burritos and they said that was a sandwich. That got taken to court. And burritos in Massachusetts are not a sandwich, but in New York, burritos are considered legally a sandwich. So Ooh, now, wow. so, so now, what I need to do is I need to have a lawyer contact us—not one that we you know, know, someone who's unbiased. We uh,
3: you know, we have a good buddy who's a lawyer who currently is looking for work.
2: We have would love this. Yeah, that, that is true. It, uh, it kind of feels
3: like it. It feels a little insulting that you haven't already contacted him
2: about the the it to tell me if the hot dog's a sandwich
3: no i mean a hot dog is a sandwich we've moved on from that but you've got a burrito case to make yeah, here
2: we haven't moved on so though the case is over you're saying well, i should contact our friend to do what in this situation Legally
3: <laughs> challenge the legality of a burrito
2: just hang out so do you think that a hot dog could be a sandwich in one state and not in another
3: no, because a hot dog is universally known as a sandwich.
2: Okay, all right, all right. Listen, I need a, I need some lawyers out there. If we have any lawyers that aren't our friends listening, because they're all biased, I need to know legally.
3: They're, they're all biased because they all think a hot dog is a sandwich. That's not, not true. Biased. They do not. They're biased because they don't agree with
2: you. God, Matt. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming on, my friend. But before we uh, we head out, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, if you've played any Pokemon? Hey, because I've talked about that in oh, this Jesus. show. <laughs> Listen, it's been a really good. I haven't played much of it, but I, I really enjoyed my time in it. it and it's been you, really good.
3: I found other things to do with my time.
2: No, I've spent I've spent eight hours playing it. Right? It's pretty good. A little bit of humble brag there. Free time over the weekend, and uh, is it humble brag? No, I, I, yeah, sat in bed and played Pokemon. That's a humble brag. That's, that's pretty yeah. wonderful.
3: Humble brag for one, sad for others.
2: Okay, fine. I had a great weekend. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. Have you played Matt? I have, yes. What is your overall... Did it feel like an actual Pokemon game to you at all? Or did it feel like you were transported into a game that is really not, kind of like semi-Pokemon-themed? Because that's kind of how I feel.
0: Uh, that, that's where I'm at, too. I'm probably about as far as you. I've played maybe five or six hours. That it it feels it feels like it's a, a Pokemon-themed game more than a Pokemon game like all the other ones have.
2: Right. I think it's great, and it's, it's a different experience, but I just don't feel the same nostalgia I did for other games. I agree. Okay, fine. Great. Uh, do you have any other uh, games you want to talk about since we're here? Um, you, want to talk see, about, you want to talk about the Titans at all? And you're a big Titans uh, fan.
0: Yeah, the Titans six and six, oh. getting some
2: play. Let's go. Are you Are you going to win the AFC Terribleness Division?
0: Uh, oh God! Uh, someone has to, right? So are you Are you guys still in
2: play? I legitimately don't follow football.
0: Uh we are the uh, their division record is awful which is probably going to might keep them out of the playoffs but you know Houston sucks, Indy's bad and Jacksonville's worse so.
2: Right, so you have a chance and that's all all you sure. need. Uh so any any last closing thoughts and thanks for coming on.
0: Well, thanks for having me on. This was uh, this was great. I can't wait to hear myself later.
2: Right, yeah. you want to
3: plug, you plug your stuff, bro?
2: Yeah,
0: I do. So uh, as Ryan said earlier, pixelvalley.com, v a l l e e.com. I'm on uh Facebook and Twitter as well.
2: So yeah, you, you do like uh, pretty much regular like weekly posts or bi-weekly posts about uh about mostly video game reviews, correct?
0: Uh, yep. I try to write. I've been trying to write weekly. Uh, so I try to do a new post every Monday. Uh, typically reviews of whatever I'm playing, or if it's you know something else, maybe a maybe a tabletop roundup, or like today an Overwatch a little recap of what's been going on lately in a a longer term game like an Overwatch or Destiny.
2: And we'll post uh the link to your to your website in our description here. So if you guys are, are interested in checking out any of the video game stuff that Valley writes. Um, I highly recommend all his stuff. He does pretty in-depth analysis despite not knowing protagonist names and he is a <laughs> wonderful read. So uh, Matt, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it.
3: Now, Thank before, before you one. do oh. disappear, Matt, oh. 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 I, I noticed that you have a website that must be incredibly hard to do oh because Ryan God. tells me it's incredibly hard oh to do. Oh God!
0: I could not tell you the hours I spend every never doing anything to maintain that site.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man, the burns here. Uh, pretty tough. Maybe we can work together with uh Valley to figure something out there, huh?
3: Yeah, yeah. Va- Valley's super sophisticated. He has a WordPress.
2: <laughs> okay, all right. Shots fired. Working on it, but kind of not, but kind of. Yeah. Uh, talk yeah. to you soon, Valley. Peace out. Thanks, guys.
3: Bye, Matt. Love Peace. you. All
2: right, that was our good dear friend Matt Valley. It's good to have him on the show. Um, Greg obviously wasn't feeling too good today, so we wanted to talk a little bit about video games and you know just get the nonsense out of the way. Cause it's been a tough week in, in uh Ranger's town. And honestly, I just, it's hard for me to think about it after what I said earlier. So, uh, thanks for stopping by Greg. Is there anything you want to mention, uh, before we get out of here? Um, no, no. Okay. Greg has uh, is, is powered through. I'm really proud of him for this podcast. You know, next week we'll be back. It's a, like we said earlier, it's a super soft week for the Rangers. Uh, if they don't get six points, I'll be pretty fucking disappointed to be honest with you. Uh, this team needs to regroup and get everything together. I can't really stand them. So I know that's a, a harsh take to have, but we'll see how it goes. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Blue Shirts Break. We have both our, our Twitters there. we I'm an almost an active user now, except I don't read links as we have talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh uh you can follow us on Instagram, Blue Shirts Break. Breakaway. Uh Facebook, Blue Shirts Break away also. And all the other places you can find us like bushartsbreakway.com, dot com, which will eventually be WordPress probably. Sure, sure, sure. We may be lying. And Greg, this is our last pod in Savannah, Georgia. Do you want to say goodbye?
3: Uh, yeah. The, I mean, I'm sure I would have had more elegant words to say on any other day, but today. But, good God Almighty, I just, I just, I don't even know. I okay, really don't. Okay. I need to somehow make food and then just. Maybe not get out of bed. Like, what? What happens if I don't go to work tomorrow? I get fired. Oh, yeah, I think, oh you're no.
2: I think you'll be okay considering you're leaving. Yeah,
3: Thursday is my last day, so.
2: All right, whatever. Greg. Well, feel better. Uh, he'll be spry. Could not and re- possibly
3: feel worse. So let's go. Let's go with that.
2: Greg will feel spry and we'll be back at full form next week. I feel like we do a pod a month where we're like, we're sorry, uh, <laughs> but. I think there's a chance I'm
3: still hungover next week. There's,
2: uh, we said you were sick, we never said hungover, my friend. Oh no, I'm very hungover. <laughs> okay, spoilers. Which is a form of stick. Spoilers. Um and uh yeah, thanks for everyone for listening and thanks for all the support. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.
3: Bye guys.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
3: Salads
0: generally for most people are the easy button, right?